Chapter number 21 of the Boy Scouts on Sturgeon Island. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Boy Scouts on Sturgeon Island by Herbert Carter. Chapter number 21. Giraffe has a scheme. If they'd only leave us alone, why what's to hinder us mending our own ship and sailing away out of this sooner or later? Bumpus wanted to know after they had been talking the matter over for a long time. I suppose you'll do the mending part, Bumpus, demanded Step Hen wickedly. Well, I'd be only too willing if I knew how, instantly flashed back the other. But unfortunately, my education was neglected when it came to patching up boats and tinkering with machinery. I'm ashamed to confess to that, but it's the whole sad truth. But thank goodness we've got a scoutmaster who can do the job mighty near as well as any machinist going. I'll be back, Thad. Yes, and Allen in the bargain to make a decent job of it. And even Giraffe here might fix things up in a pinch. So long as we've got a chance to make the Chippeway Bell do duty again at the old stand, we hadn't ought to complain, I think, boys. I'm sorry to tell you that there's only a slim chance of that ever coming about, Thad remarked, right then and there. Then you believe she was smashed worse than any of us thought was the case, is that it, Thad? asked Giraffe. No, it isn't that so much as another thing I've noticed lately that's going to upset our calculations, replied the scoutmaster. Tell us what that might be, won't you? pleaded Bumpus with a doleful shake of his head, as though he might be beginning to believe in the truth of that old saying to the effect that troubles never come singly. You may remember, Thad went on to say, that when you asked my opinion before about the boat staying where we left it, I said there was a good chance we'd find her there in the morning if the wind didn't shift. And now you mean that it's doing that very same thing, do you? Giraffe asked. If you'd taken the trouble to notice all sorts of things that you had always ought to as a true scout, the other told him, you'd have found that out for yourself. The fact of the matter is that when we first reached this place, under the ledge, the wind seemed to find a way in here and make the fire flare at times. Look at it now, and you'll see that it's as steady as anything, yet you can hear the rush of the wind through the treetops just the same. It's turned around as much as twenty degrees, I should say. And that's bad for the boat, ain't it? Bumpus wanted to know. I'm afraid so, the scoutmaster replied, because it will get the full force of both wind and heavy seas. Long before morning, it will most likely be carried out into deep water and disappear from sight. I think we've seen the last of the Chippeway Bell, boys. But Thad, observed Giraffe, how about that anchor up? You know we carried it ashore and fastened it to a rock. Would that break now? It was a dandy rope and nearly new. Well, said Thad decisively, once the seas begin to pound against the boat with every wave, the strain on that rope is bound to be just terrific. It might hold for a time, but mark my words, the constant chafing against the rock where you fasten the end will wear the strands until they snap, and then good-bye to our boat. Then we had better make up our minds to facing that fact, and not feel very much disappointed if in the morning we can't see a sign of the bell, Allen went on to give as his opinion, for he accepted the theory advanced by the scoutmaster as though there could be no reasonable doubt about its being a positive fad. What if them fellows took a notion to step in on us tonight and make us all prisoners of war, queried Bumpus, for this possibility had been working overtime in his brain, and he was only waiting for a break in the conversation to advance it. Just what I was going to speak about, Giraffe up and said, somewhat excitedly. 
you all sat down on me when I happened to remark about getting a pair of the birds with the gun. I moved that we ask Thad to take charge of the firearm, and the rest can load up with whatsoever they can find. And leaning over, he deliberately appropriated the camp hatchet before Step Hen, whose eye had immediately started to look for the same, could fasten upon it. Me too. I second the motion, exclaimed Davy, in turn making a dive for the long and dangerous-looking bread knife, which had proved so handy for many services while on the trip, and was constantly being lost and found again. But where do I come in? asked Bumpus, as he saw the favorite weapons of offense and defense taken possession of so rapidly. A club will do for you, and step hen as well, remarked Giraffe complacently, for when a fellow has appropriated the best there is, he can afford to smile at his less fortunate comrades and assume a superior air. Oh, well, I'd just as soon arm myself that way, the fat scout told them as he set about finding something that would answer the purpose from amidst the firewood they had carried under the ledge to keep it from getting wet. I'm a peaceful fellow, as you all know, and think there's nothing like a good hickory or oak club to convince other people that you've got rights you want them to respect. I've practiced swinging Indian clubs by the hour, and when it comes to giving a right hard smack, count me in. That's going to hurt without injury to body or limb. At another and less exciting time, Giraffe would have surely insisted upon Bumpus explaining the difference between these two sources of injury, but just then he had too much else to bother his head about to start an argument. Now let's see any three men tackle this crowd, that's what, he went on to remark as he swept his eye proudly over the motley array of weapons, for even Allen had armed himself, having a stout stick with which he doubtless felt able to render a good account of himself in a tussle. But let's remember, warned Thad, that we don't want to let ourselves be drawn into a battle with these poachers, unless it's the last resort. They're ignorant men, and just now they must feel pretty desperate, thinking that we're going to break up a profitable game they've been playing for a long time, carrying their fish to some American market against the laws of Canada, and perhaps smuggling their cargo in if there's any duty on fish, which I don't know about. If only you could get a bare chance to talk with one of the lot, Thad, Alan spoke up. I'm pretty sure you'd be able to let them know the truth, and in that way we'd perhaps make friends of them. They might take our solemn promise that we would never give them away and land us somewhere ashore, so that we could make our way to either Duluth or some other place to the north here. I'm hoping to get just such an opening, if we can hold the fort till morning and they haven't skipped out by then, Thad told him, which proved that he had planned far ahead of anything that had as yet been proposed. And meanwhile, try to be thinking up any French words you ever heard, suggested Bumpus artfully. Who knows what used the same to be to you in a tight hole? How'd parlez-vous Francais sound now? I've heard our dancing master in Cranford use that more in a few times, though I own up I don't know from Adam what she means. But it might make a fellow come to a standstill if he was a-going to run you through and you suddenly shot it at him. Thank you, Bumpus, I'll remember that, though I think it means, do you speak French? And what if he took me up and became excited because I couldn't understand anything he said? You see, it wouldn't help much, the scoutmaster told him. But say, what are we meaning to do about standing guard? Because I reckon now we've got to watch out and not let them fellows gobble us up while we're sleeping like the babes in the wood, Step Hen asked. Oh, that can be fixed easy enough if we all have to stay awake through the whole night. Wouldn't that be the best plan, Thad? It was Bumpus who put this important question, but none of them were deceived in the least by this apparent warlike aspect on the part of the fat scout. 
Bumpus could play a clever game when he became fully aroused, but if Thad guessed what his true reason might be for asking such a question, he did not choose to betray the fact, knowing that it would cause the fat scout more or less confusion. Yes, it might as well be a way for all of us to try and stay awake, he declared. As you seem to have settled it that the gun falls to my share, why, I'll make up my mind not to close an eye the whole live-long night, and if the rest choose to sit up with me and help watch, the more the merrier. I will, for one, said Giraffe stoutly. You can count on me to make the try, added Davy. Ditto here, Alan went on to say. Oh, I'm willing enough, Bumpus observed hastily, seeing that several of his comrades were waiting for him to speak. But I hope that every time anybody just sees me a-bobbing my head, he'll stick a pin in me. Only please don't jab it too deep, or you'll make me howl. As for me, Step Hen added, I don't feel a whit sleepy right now, and my eyes are as starry as a cat's, or Jim's over yonder, pointing to where he had managed to fasten the captive owl, which he had persisted in carrying ashore, despite the fact that he had about all the burden any boy would care to carry when compelled to wade through water almost up to his neck. Well, listen here, then, remarked Giraffe mysteriously. I've been thinking up a scheme that looks good to me, and I want to know how the rest of you stand when it comes to trying it out. Go on and tell us what it is, Giraffe, exclaimed Bumpus eagerly. Yes, if you have thought up anything worthwhile, we'd be mighty glad to hear about the same, added Alan. The tall scout looked cautiously about him, and lowering his voice, went on. Why, I'll tell you fellows what I thought. Now, about that boat belonging to these here poachers, what's to hinder us from coolly appropriating the same, and starting out to look for the mainland ourselves? Then, you see, it'll be that bunch that's left behind to be marooners on old Sturgeon Island, and when we get to town, why, we can let the authorities know all about what they're doing out here, so they'll come and arrest the whole kit. Now what do you say about that for an idea, hey? End of chapter number 21. Giraffe has a scheme.